Hello and welcome to At Home with Dylan Rogers, a show where we go behind the scenes with South Africa's top sports stars. With us today, South African swimmer, 2018 Commonwealth Games gold medalist and 2019 world championship silver medalist, Tatiana Squimarker. She joins us from Pretoria. Tatiana, a very good day to you. Thanks very much for joining us in between training sessions. We appreciate you making the time. What's it like being back in the pool? Uh, it's amazing, I must say. I think we were missing it so much. I think being back completely and on full training <laughs> we're getting tired but um i think we're just embracing the tiredness and the winter and everything so so far i haven't felt like i didn't want to be at the pool anymore so that's a good thing i'm more motivated and more um i don't know like um wanting to swim so that's a good thing <laughs> just just give us a sense of what the the olympic delay and the postponement to next year has done to your to your training program i saw your coach rocco mailing say that basically you guys had to start from scratch again is that the case are you back to square one building up now to, to hopefully peak next year for for tokyo uh yes um so we definitely missed obviously because we missed about like 10 weeks so we were out of the pool for 10 weeks and that's normally like in this time after um nationals um, is normally where we do our base training. So we lost out on a lot of um, base training. So we had to start from square one because, I mean, in this in my whole swimming career, I've only had a maximum of three weeks off. So a 10-week gap is a big change, especially because um, swimming is a very – you have to feel the water. So no matter what land training we did, it just, it just never is the same as, like, being in the water, feeling the water. So – we are definitely back to square one. Um, but I kind of like the foundation phase, the um, getting fit, the, um, yeah, basically the loading phase. It sounds dumb that I'd rather do that than the race pace sets. Um, so, so far, I'm still very happy. But, yeah, we had to start from the beginning. It, it was a big gap out of our training cycle. Um, but, yeah, at least we have enough time for us to be able to fit that in and then still be able to peak at the right time. Now, what about the balance between uh, the, the swimming in the pool and then the, the gym training? Because obviously you've got, to, you've got to build the muscle and balance yeah. it with, with the swimming as well. So uh, the disruption with not being able to be in the gym, where does it put your, your body at from a, from, a, from a muscle mass and strength point of view? Yeah, so in the lockdown, we were um, the main focus was just maintaining our strength. So obviously there's still a lot of things we can do on land, like body weight training and stuff. Um, we do have a few weights, but obviously it will never be the same as the 60 kgs in the gym. So at the moment, we're just trying to maintain um, our strength. We have medicine balls. We got all the stuff just before we went into lockdown, skipping ropes, um, TRX. So um, it's not the same type of gym that we are, uh, that we used to be at. Um, but we definitely um, kind of still... I don't, wouldn't say we lost our strength. It's just not there as much. But we still, now that we're back into full training, we're still incorporating our two, two today um, like sessions. So we have Tuesdays and Thursdays normally. Um, before lockdown, we used to have gym. So we still try and do our two sessions a week um, of land training. <laughs> it's not the same, but, um, you know, at least we're back in the water. So... Even if we don't have gym, you lose out on a little bit of strength, but at least like, getting the feeling of the water and getting strength in the water um, is what matters the most at the moment. 
for those of us working stiffs, Tatiana, who find themselves in an office or a studio, and you've got no <laughs> sense of what it takes to be a, a pro athlete or a pro swimmer, can you just break down what, what your routine looks like? How many days or how many hours in a day you're actually swimming? How many hours in a day you're in the gym? What does what a sort of standard weekday look like for, for Tatiana Skunmarker? We have double sessions every day from Monday to Friday. And then Saturday we have a single session in the morning. That's the swim session. Um, so we will try and have nine swim sessions a week and then two gym sets. Um, and then Sundays we are completely off. Um, then our swim sessions would be about an hour and a half to two hours. And our gym sessions are only an hour. And those sessions, I mean, are you swimming early in the morning, mid-morning, lunchtime, in the afternoon, in the evenings? Uh, when, when do you structure your, your, when does your swimming actually take place? Okay, so, so far we're very lucky that everything is online, especially like all the students that have class and everything. So you kind of, especially with the weather and all the cold fronts, it's kind of hard going to training at six in the morning because it's still like two degrees outside. Um, so in those days, <laughs> we're lucky enough to be able to schedule it at 12 o'clock. Um, then we kind of lose out on a, our double sessions because the um, break in between our sessions aren't as long. But yeah, normally our weekly schedule would normally be at, um, as I join the second session in the morning. So I start at quarter to seven. So we have a group that starts at 530 so 5.30, but I started quarter to seven to about like quarter to nine. And then um, in the afternoons, it would be late afternoon. So half past five to about half past seven at night. And in a heated pool? Yeah, that is in the LC at the Tux in the heated pool. So Yowza. we do the early morning otherwise. and the late, yeah, late afternoon. Um, now, your time in between, Tatiana, because you can't swim all day and you can't be in the gym all day and you'd be, uh, you'd be more than exhausted. But uh, I know you were studying yeah. a, a financial science degree at Tux. Uh, I been, believe you qualified. Is that right? Yes, I have my degree. So this year, um, I'm not studying. I was using this year to just focus on the Olympics and not have any studies because I tend to always fall behind so badly. So I think with this year, it was just to focus on the Olympics. So the dynamics that change in Olympics is next year, so I'm not sure if I want to postpone my uh, maybe the next course that I want to study again. Um, so this year I've just been using to really just get into a routine of um, recovering properly, uh, as in doing getting massages, physio, um, trying to get in my um, oxygen sessions. So I think this year is just, <laughs> I think it's actually too nice doing nothing. Um, you would be surprised how little time you do have. There's so many appointments during the day and stuff. And I think I've also been trying to really um, get to find my, this year I used to try and find my passion outside of swimming for um, when the day I do stop swimming, if it's because I did get my degree, but I don't necessarily know if it's something I want to go into. So definitely use this year to find out what I loved outside of swimming. And and what are some of those things? I mean, you mentioned the the degree. You got the financial science degree. I can't imagine that's a that's a passion and a, and, and a love of maybe looking at a career afterwards. But but perhaps give us a sense of who Tatiana Skunmarker away from the swimming pool and the gym is. So, what are the things you like to do when you've got spare time and you're not studying? <laughs> well, that's a hard thing. It's definitely not working. <laughs> I enjoy spending time with family and friends. I enjoy 
I love food. So any good food for me is the winner. So, um, yeah, I think I wouldn't say I know exactly what I want to do. I know that next year I might study um, the sports science degree at Tufts. Um, just to be able to also participate at the my last world students, um, but that's still kind of <laughs> in the background. So we still have to discuss and see. I still have to talk to Rocco about what are the plans. We obviously know it is Olympics, but does he feel like I need to study at that in that year? So at the moment, there's nothing. I would love um, everything that I've seen of the sports science degree looks pretty interesting, like sports injuries and stuff. So I. If I think if I do that for a year um, for the high certificate, um, maybe I could see if that is something I like and then maybe go further into that. But <laughs> otherwise, I haven't given it much thought. <laughs> You're going to be, what, I think 27, 28 when the next Olympics come around. You, you reckon you've got, uh, you've got another Olympic Games in you after next year? I hope so. Luckily, we don't have to wait four years now. <laughs> That's only three years. So hopefully I am still around. Um, I definitely won't be giving up after this Olympics. Um, I think I've only started like featuring a bit more in my career at the moment. So um, yeah, I think I'll just see where it goes. And we're lucky with the um, swimming as well that we started the or like a diamond league almost, the ISL. Um, so I would love to like be part of that and I might be swimming, well, I think I'm swimming this year, the ISL. So just to see how it is and like doing swimming as a profession because swimming, unfortunately, doesn't always get the funding. <laughs> so um, we just you really have to love swimming <laughs> to be in the sport because um, you can't really make a living out of it. So um, it's, it's exciting to see that the ISL has started now and um, I'd love to see how the racing is there and that's kind of where we can make swimming a bit more of a life, uh, what should I say, career in that sense, <laughs> just to make a bit of money so that when you stop swimming, you can, there's at least a little bit of life after that. <laughs> Maybe you, you know, you mentioned you, you like food. So uh, my question yeah. to you is, are you, a, are you a dab hand in the kitchen? And if so, do you have a specialty that you like to make for those uh, people special in your lives? Um, I think there is this one pasta dish that I feel like I've perfected and it's like my own idea. Um, and everyone's been saying it's nice. So every time I feel like I want to make something special, I know it's just that easy pasta. <laughs> but I do love cooking. I think it's the cleaning part that sucks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely don't mind cooking and I'd love cooking for people. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> What about uh, some of your other interests, uh, Tatiana? Give us a sense of your your musical tastes and do you have a guilty pleasure, perhaps something that sits on your phone that uh, you're not that proud of? <laughs> no, um, I think music-wise, I love kind of any music. I like old-school classics and stuff. I enjoy worship music a lot. So, um, yeah, I don't think I have a specific genre that I like. Um, I think I like the the current day hits as well. Uh, well, some of them may be like deep house and that. So <laughs> it's really like a whole spectrum. Um, but then the second question, I don't think there's anything. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a plain Jane, but yeah, I'm adventurous and stuff, but I don't have 
<laughs> weird things that I like. <laughs> what about a um, what about a favorite TV show or piece of content that you're into, or favorite series or movie that uh, you've seen recently? Uh, yeah, recently I think it's really like with me. I don't. I have a TV in my flat, but I don't watch as much TV. So I think the only time you watch TV is like Netflix or something. But there's always. I think it gets me frustrated when you watch something and there's only one season and now when you go and it says oh, season two is only coming in 2021. I'm like, oh, I can't wait that long. <laughs> so at the moment, I've just been hopping around between series and stuff, but now we're trying to binge watch Modern Family. It's very old, but <laughs> it's quite funny. So, <laughs> um what about family, Tatiana? What is the what is the broadest Skudmarker family look like in the way of siblings, parents, dogs, pets, etc.? <laughs> oh, we have a okay. So I only have one sister. She's two years younger than me, so she's twenty one at the moment. Um, my mom and my dad, and then um, we have two sausage dogs, Freddy. Um, inspired but after the movie freddy that's uh, the queen movie freddy mercury so we ended up the name that came across was freddy so now he's freddy um and then we have ollie and then we have uh rothweiler um django and then uh we have a few chickens <laughs> for some eggs and then yeah that's basically... Oh, and two cats. How do you all forget about them? Our two cats is um, Sumi and Ty. They are Bengal cats. So I don't know if you know what a Bengal cat is. <laughs> I, know what a, I, know, I know what a Bengal tiger is. I'm not sure, sure about a Bengal cat. Uh, what about the name? So they kind of look like... They're like house cat, the same size as a house cat, but they have um, spots like a leopard. So I don't know if it's like a, a mixed breed between... They're not a leopard, but <laughs> they have those dots like a leopard and stuff. So the kind of special breed, like you would get your um, Siamese cats and those things. So it's just a type of breed. <laughs> now, Tommy, uh, Tatiana, what about the name? Uh, is there any Eastern European influence in the in the Schoolmarker family? Where does the name Tatiana come from? Or do your parents just like it? No, yeah, I think my parents just got it in a name book. They did change it up a little because normally Tatiana is the with the I, Tatiana. Um, so mine's now with the J. I don't know if it brings in some Afrikaans. <laughs> um, but there was no special meaning to it. I think they literally just found it in a, a name book. <laughs> Tell me, do you have any other sporting interests or sports that you follow uh, online on the TV, uh, sporting heroes, that sort of thing? Um, yeah, I enjoy watching other sports. I like watching rugby and <laughs> athletics. Um, just because I think I don't have DSTV and stuff, I would love to watch it, especially now with the Diamond League. So I kind of follow that on Instagram and stuff. Um, so at the moment, there's not much sports, but yeah, those are definitely the two things I love watching. Um, Athletics is quite um, adrenaline pump. I think that 100 meters goes by so quick, your head's literally like, <laughs> and it's over. Um, and yeah, I think rugby was just because always um, years ago, we used to get together as like families and Brian watch the Super 14 or the World Cup rugby. So I just feel like it's a sport that like brings South Africa together. So I really like that. <laughs> 
Now, you've obviously, in your position, you've attended things like award ceremonies and you, I'm sure you've been mm. exposed to, to other big-name sports stars, South African and international. Has there been a time when you've been starstruck in the presence of another sports star where you thought, wow, uh, that's, that's a big star? Um, yeah, I think so, especially when I went to World Champs, you get all the top guys in swimming there. And um, I think even the people that I was competing with, um, it was like excitement. I remember even just before I went to the block, I had um, her name's Efimova from Russia. She was next or like in the courtroom as well and stuff. I wasn't scared. I was just so excited. I thought like, I can't believe I'm racing the world's best people. So, um, yeah, there were a few people. I think Caleb Dressel, also well-known. I wish I was there in that time when Michael Bobs was there. It would have been so cool. But also, like, seeing Wade and Akani, those are people from South Africa. If um, I get to spend time with Akani when because we're both um, on Team Visa. So when I had to travel with them, it's just amazing to see, like, what he does, um, how you like, kind of like how the person speaks, how the person comes across, they're getting to know their personalities. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think a few people, not just in swimming, but in, I think, athletics. And even when I went to, oh, when I went to the rugby awards uh, last year, oh, when Sia Pulisi came close, <laughs> I thought, I, I never knew how that feeling is, you know, when a kid gets so excited to see Justin Bieber or something. I used to love Justin Bieber, but I never got that feeling. But I don't know. Let's see how good you see. I just felt, wow, this guy is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very lucky to be part of those awards because I saw a lot of good rugby players. Um, and because I like rugby, it was quite inspiring. <laughs> Now, uh, you mentioned uh, when we were talking music earlier, Tatiana, you mentioned uh, worship music. I know that uh, your, fa your faith is a big part of your life. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> Has that always been the case? Uh, is, it, is it more recent, something that, that you've embraced more recently? Is that just always been a big part of your life? Um, I definitely think since I became, um, started professionally, I think, think when I went to boarding school and stuff, um, well, I always grew up. Um, going to church on Sundays and stuff. But I think when I went to a sports school to hostel and everything, I normally went home on weekends and on Sundays we were traveling back to drop me off. At, so I kind of missed out on there, but it never, I was never not, uh, I never not believed. Um, I think it just really did grow and it really um, became a lot more um, part of my life um, as soon as I left school and stuff and, I could make my basically my own decisions. <laughs> so, yeah, I think everyone grows at a different rate. Um, so, yeah, I think since I left school and I was able to actually go to church and um, stuff, I think it slowly got better. <laughs> now, there's a, there's a big name swimmer or ex-swimmer who shares at Faith uh, in Penny Haynes and obviously a, a yeah. breaststroke swimmer as well. Is it is it yeah. is it too obvious to say that that, that Penny's uh, your hero? Uh, I'm very I'm inspired by her. I hate the question because everyone's like, "Who's your role model?" And it's not that they're not like I love every single um, um, athlete out there that's done amazing things it's because they inspire me to do something. But I also I'm inspired to do it in my own way, and she made it in her own way. So I'd love love to see for myself. 
um, to be able to try and achieve the things that she achieved. So she definitely is. And that's the best part about it. She's still involved in swimming. So when I went to World Champs, we were able to talk to each other. Um, she would message me. And just because we were so, um, we both have faith is very big in both of our lives. It's easy to just quickly send each other a verse and like encouraging words. Well, Tatiana, it's been uh, 24 years since Penny Haynes won double gold at the Atlanta uh, Olympics in uh, 96, winning uh, the 100 and the 200 gold medal. Um, we look ahead to the Tokyo Olympics next year, which I'm sure is obviously your goal you're working towards. And we wish you all the best and thanks very much for your time today. Thank you so much. Tatiana Skunmarker, South African swimmer, 2018 Commonwealth Games gold medalist and 2019 World Championship silver medalist looking ahead to the Tokyo Olympics next year. Tune in for more At Home with Dylan Rogers interviews coming up soon.